everyone, and welcome to the What The 20 podcast. I'm your host, Abby, certified makeup artist, health and wellness junkie, skincare freak, business owner, seeking out the best version of myself just like you. Each week, I'll bring you an episode to help guide you through common challenges we face and hopefully make you feel a little less lost in your world. We'll chat all things from relationships, friendships, manifestation, education, career, business, mental health, personal growth, and so much more. And please don't blame me if I get a little woo-woo. I hope this podcast inspires you to seek out your wildest dreams and overcome your biggest challenges. We're all in different phases of our journey, and that's totally okay. No matter what, you're exactly where you're meant to be. And remember, nobody knows what they're doing, but we're all in this together. Now let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the What the 20 podcast. I am so excited that you're here, and I have a special episode for you today because my great friend Caitlin is on with us. Say hi, Caitlin. Hello, hello. (laughs) I'm so excited that she was able to come on today. We're going to be chatting all about embracing the journey and kind of letting go of that timeline that we have in our heads about how we're supposed to achieve things and when. So, um, Caitlin, if you want to go and introduce yourself for everyone who doesn't know you and tell them who you are. Yeah, I'll tell a little bit about myself. So my name is Caitlin. As Abby said, I'm currently 25, but I'm really close to turning 26. And I just try not to talk about it because it's a little scary. Um, Other than that, uh, my favorite food is ice cream. I could literally eat it for every single meal. I've actually recently gotten uh, my partner addicted to uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. It's the only kind we eat. It's so good. And we get it probably like two times a week. It's so bad. Like (laughs) just eat the whole tub. Um, I'm also a kindergarten teacher currently teaching virtually. And uh, what else? I have a little puppy. Her name is Brave. She's a little pocket beagle. So like a miniature little beagle, but she's got a big personality to make up for the loss of size. (laughs) I also am an Arvon consultant with Abby. That's how we connected, which is so amazing. And I'm working on building a business called the happy, healthy girl. Um, and overall just like a community that's going to help women dive into their most authentic selves unapologetically right now. I'm kind of in like a transition phase. Uh, so I'm not going to add too much more onto that, but I'm really pumped for where we're heading. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> Yay, that's so awesome. And I'm like, I'm so excited for you and everything that's coming. So <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna just start off and go with my questions. So my first question is, what do you notice yourself doing when you feel stuck or like you aren't moving forward in your life? Yeah, I actually um when you sent the questions, I read this one and I was like, mm, that's been like my whole like year. <laughs> like from last March to now, I still like feel in a way that I've been kind of stuck. Like there's been a a fog around me. And I, um, part of me thinks that that's, um, almost a symbol that you need to slow down and really reflect on where you're at and look inward to who you are. And so that's what I've been really focused on this, like from last March till now, um, really like figuring out like who the heck am I actually like, and, and listening to that inner guide. Um, but just in terms of like everyday things, when you feel stuck, like maybe you're working on a project and then you're like, "Ah, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I always try to remind myself of the end goal. Like, what am I actually working towards? Like, yeah, it would be so much easier to sit down and watch friends for the billionth time in a row. Um, cause I can literally cite all the, <laughs> all the words, but like, I need to get in the run or I need to make that business call because I've created this vision for myself 
And that action is going to bring that vision. Another question that I ask myself like super often, probably like multiple times a day is what would my next level self do? So when I'm at, whenever I'm feeling kind of in a situation of um, uncertainty or I'm like, I just don't want to do it. I'm like, well, what would my next level self do? Like, what would that version of me that I'm trying to become do in this situation? And so that's really been a driving factor the past few months is like, what would my next level self do? And that's not to say like, not to listen to yourself. You definitely need to take the time to rest and do those things. But it's when you ask yourself, what would my next level self do? It almost makes you reflect it in, in a way that's like, okay, am I just being like lazy right now because we live in an instant gratification world. And that's, that's what I've like been trained to do. Or do I actually need to take a pause and like, maybe do something like take a nice shower or like have a nap or um, that kind of thing. So that's been a big question for me. And I would say, honestly, that's probably what helps me move forward most. Yeah. I love that. I literally was, was listening to something the other day and it was the same sort of thing of what you're saying. Like, say first thing when you're waking up in the morning and you roll over and you check your phone, like Mm -hmm. that's you choosing comfort in your life. And so then you're embodying the energy of comfort instead of Mm -hmm. like whatever it is that you actually want to be going after. And I never really thought of it like that. I just was like, oh, well, obviously I shouldn't check my phone like first thing in the morning because I'm still in that like wavelength. Um, But that was such an like interesting way to look at it. So I love the way that you say like, like really kind of checking in with yourself and going, am I being lazy or am I actually like needing to pause and take a rest? So Mm -hmm. I think it's so important. Another one that kind of popped me as you were giving that example was when you, when you do want to wake up, when you're starting to create morning routine and you're like, Oh my God, my alarm is going off. And all I want to do is hit snooze. Um, I often ask myself, okay, but like future healing, like in this day, future Caitlin today, is she going to be happy that you got up and worked out? Or is she going to be like, are you going to feel sluggish? Because I know personally, like if I don't get up and do my routine, my entire day is just like off. And so I'm like, do I want future Caitlin to feel really wonky and off today? Or do I want to go and get up and do all the things and the morning's so important, like the morning and the evening, right before you go to bed, that's when your brain is most susceptible. So like, that's why it's so important to not check your phone right away and to do things for you. But that's like a whole other <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think too, like I, I mean, for work, sometimes I have to get up at like 4.30, 5.30 and like in the moment I'm like, Ooh, I do not want to get out of bed right now. It is cold, but I don't think I've ever woken up that early. And then later in the day been like, Oh, never doing that again. Like, it's just, you feel so good and you feel like you get so much accomplished and Mm -hmm. then you'll be like, Oh my goodness, it's noon. And I've worked out and I've showered and I've ate and I've done like three hours of work and I've done all this stuff and you just feel so good. Yeah. And you're like, and it's only 9am. Yeah, exactly. And so you just feel so good. There's something like I heard in a podcast, sorry. No, no, it's okay. No, (laughs) no, no. Keep going. If you've got something, keep going. That, um, like there's so many people that will say like, Oh, they're not morning people. Like they, that doesn't work for them. And like, there was a research study that proved that like, it's actually only something like, I want to say like five or 7% of people are nighttime people. Like their clocks are actually nighttime. So like, that's such a small percentage, but think of all the people that are just like, Oh, I'm not a morning person. It's like, well, no, your sleep schedule is just off. And like, you have that blue light on for way too long. And it, it's just all the things, right. So taking one step at a time. No, absolutely. I'm totally guilty of that too. Like I love the nighttime and I like, I will stay up forever and I thrive in that. But I've also heard that like, if you're procrastinating, like going to bed, it's probably because you didn't feel like you got enough accomplished in the day. And so you can fix that by getting up earlier and then doing that. So it's just, it's that, it's that cycle, right? So 
That's so awesome. And then I guess my next question was just like, we kind of already touched on it, but how do you pull yourself out of that pattern and headspace? Mm-hmm. I think, well, definitely asking that question, like either in, in the moment be like, well, what would future Caitlin think of? Or like, when I say future Caitlin, I'm talking about like that specific day. Um, but if it's something bigger, like if it's a task of like doing a phone call or going on the run, or, um, I tend to ask myself, what would my next level self do? And, and how do I want my next, like, how would I feel as my next level self if I didn't do it? Um, but other than those two questions, I have like certain rituals in place and I know I can always go to them when I'm feeling stuck or I'm feeling caught. And and a lot of those, like, I'll just give a few, like I love doing yoga or just like moving my body in general. But typically if I'm feeling stuck, I love doing yoga, um, listening to music and just dancing around is a really good one. And recently I've gotten into the habit of taking showers when I'm feeling stuck because of the idea that like the shower water will wash away that like stuck energy and you can like enter the world again as like a new being, which kind of gets into spiritual things. No, I love that. Most common. Yeah. I, I actually do that one too. It's like you, you're like, before you go into the shower, you're like, I'm mm-hmm. stepping into like a new reality and then you get in the shower. And then when yeah. you come out and you open the curtain, you're like, now I'm entering this. Like, and it, yeah. I don't know, it's just, it, it's amazing. Like some, the water feels magical and you're like, it's washing away all my impurities. Yeah. And you can like visualize it. You're like, and it goes down the drain. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's such a good one. I love that. And then, um, so my next question is, how do you find gratitude in areas of your life that you aren't totally satisfied with? Yeah, this is a good question too. Gratitude has been something super massive in my life. It, I picked up a gratitude journal like four years ago. And since then, I don't shut up about gratitude. I, well, as you know, I created my own gratitude journal that I now sell. Um, and I really believe that gratitude is literally the foundation for everything, like for bringing more abundance into your life, for bringing uh, success and just all the things. So when I think of gratitude now, I think of it as like just general state of being. So it doesn't really matter as much when things don't go my way, because overall, I'm just grateful for how far I've come or like the other little things that have happened in the day. Um, But definitely in the beginning, when I started my gratitude practice, I thought it had to be like concrete things. Like I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for that person and this situation. And it it definitely can be. Um, So when I felt stuck, I'm like, there was nothing good about this day. I'm like, okay, but what did this day teach me? And what can I be grateful for that it taught me today? And because it doesn't have to be like a thing. Um, So that's, that would be my advice on gratitude. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, it, you made me think too of that, like that quote, like it's either a lesson or a blessing, right? So yeah. like it's, I, it's definitely difficult. I think sometimes to be grateful for moments or situations or like, say you're stuck in a job that you don't want to be in. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you're like, well, okay, well, what, what can I, what can I gain from this experience? And what, mm. what do I enjoy? Or like, if yeah. like, if I were quitting this job or I were to leave this job, like how would I be Mm -hmm. feeling if I was in that state? Like I would probably be a little sad that I wasn't going to see my coworkers anymore or something like that. Right. So. And I think in that situation, there was a girl that messaged me because she had like, she got scheduled like a crazy amount during the weekend. She was like, I know that you're really big on gratitude and I just need some help of how to look at this in a positive way. Otherwise, like, I don't think I'm going to make it through. Mm -hmm. And it's, it can be even looking at your job and being like, okay, like I don't, love this setup or I don't love this situation, but 
it's bringing me a consistent income. And especially in this, in the time period that we're in now, like there's a lot of people that don't have that consistent income. So being grateful for that income and like, what is that income bringing you? Like, I know my income buys me coffees or my income, um, pays for my dog's toys that she rips apart every week and I have to buy her new ones or like, <laughs> like, so without that, income, I wouldn't be able to have those things. And those things bring memories and moments and and joy into my life. Um, And that all comes from doing this job. And so that can be like, if last resort, you can't think of anything like that can be a major one as well. Right? Yeah, totally. I love that. And then I actually hear my dog ripping a part of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Also, I don't know if it'll be in the recording later, but my like, Google just started like randomly speaking in the middle, like five seconds ago. And so I don't know if you noticed my face, but I was like, <laughs> she scared me. She started talking and I was like, what's happening? So if you on? hear her in the background, that's All what right. that was. Good to know. Good to know. Not a okay. So we were literally talking about this the other day too, but how do you yeah. celebrate your small wins and trust that your manifestations are coming? Mm-hmm. How do you small celebrate your small wins and celebrate your manifestations are coming? Oh gosh. Um, I used to think that success was very based on like the big things, like the big wins. I'm like the oldest child. Um, I am an Enneagram three. So like, I'm very like success driven, driven. I want to be recognized. I like the big gold stars. Um, so it took a while for me to practice celebrating the small things. But it's almost, or it is, I would argue, directly related to gratitude. Like when you can notice, become consciously aware of those small things in your day, you're going to be able to celebrate them, which is going to bring you joy, which leads you then to gratitude. And like, it's just all so intertwined. So I think it's just like, okay, maybe you didn't. So I have a really big business goal this month. And like, I know that even if I don't get to that business goal, that I will have done new things and and push my boundaries and I can celebrate that. And so like it's celebrating the end goal, but also the process. And we hear it again and again and again, but you do, you have to like enjoy the process, trust the process. And you can do that by celebrating the little wins. Like maybe this month you made a little bit more income in your business, or maybe this month you got to have a really cool podcast guest, um, or like, (laughs) and just like looking at the little things and being like, that's so cool because ultimately it's not the big wins that get you to that end vision. It's all the little things that add up. There's no such thing as an overnight success. It's little wins and little wins and little wins and they build and build and build. And then you said man- manifestations. How do you trust that your manifestations are coming? Um, this one for me, I like to look at it as like the universe can, gives you whatever you want. Like everything already exists. Um, and, and maybe we'll have to do another podcast on spirituality, but yes. <laughs> everything like already exists. Um, and it's just whether you're in, in, line, in alignment to pull it in or not. And so I know that and I trust that. Um, so I'm very like, okay, with just letting whatever happen happen, because I know that it's going to be either exactly what I've asked for or better. Um, and that's just like a trust that I have in the universe as a whole. And then the second part to my manifestations is I can, I can have that kind of trust because I also allow myself to, um, change and evolve and allow my manifestations to change and evolve. So maybe at one point, at one point I did really want to be a teacher. I said that when I was seven years old, here I am, I'm a teacher. And that was a manifestation that came true. Um, my manifestations have changed and like, I'm allowing that change to happen. And then that allows for new manifestations to come. In. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, God. It scares me. 
she hears the people walking in the hall. Brave, stop being a guard dog. She's living out her name. <laughs> She's protecting you. <laughs> She's like this big. She's like so small. That's her bark so is bigger. But honestly, like I totally get what you're saying about being an Enneagram three. Because I mean, I'm a I'm a two, but I'm a wing right. three. So sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. I'm a two, but I'm a wing three. So it's like mm. I get that. I want to help people and then it branches into achievement. <laughs> I think they're doing laundry, which is like right next to our apartment. She's like, who's at the door? Who's there? Oh my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, so you can really like, it, I definitely am achievement based, but I, it's been helpful for me to become conscious of the little celebrations, knowing that like, those are just as important. And I've also had to learn, and this has been a really hard process is like, what I achieve does not equate my, to my worthiness. Like my worthiness is like completely separate. Like I just am worthy and that's something I'm still practicing. Um, and your achievements are just kind of like the cherries on top. Like how many sprinkles can you add to your cake? That's already frosted. Like you're already worthy. Yeah, totally. I think, I think, and I, I'm completely on the same page with you with that. It's like, I, I look at like a grade or like whatnot as like my worthiness. And so that has been something that I've been working on too. And Mm -hmm. something that um, my therapist taught me a little while ago, I have a rock that's, I think, Mm -hmm. I think it says like thankful or something on it, but I have this Mm -hmm. rock. And so it's called the gratitude rock. And essentially, I think you've heard this before. It's, I think it's in something that we've read, but you basically take the rock and every night before you go to bed, you like, think of the best part of your day. And mm-hmm. so in doing that, your brain starts to like pinpoint all of the different things that were good that happened in the day. So you can pick your favorite. And so right there without even trying, like you just thought of like 10 different things that you were grateful for that happened throughout yeah. the day. And then in having that rock, it's just like there to it's like set your intention and yeah. remind you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like such a cool way to, to go to sleep, like doing yeah. that. And then just like with what we were talking about, about manifestation, like I've started getting into like asking for signs and I've done it like here and there, but like, (laughs) now I'm really starting to be more like thorough about it. Like I just invested in that, in this course that I wanted to do. And I was like pretty nervous about doing it. And so I was like, okay, universe, like if I'm supposed to invest in this course, which I was like pretty sure that I was supposed to, it was just my ego was kind of like, "Mm, maybe we should double check. (laughs) 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 So I was like, okay, show me like a blue butterfly. And I was like, where the Mm -hmm. heck am I going to see a blue butterfly? And all week long, I was like, Abby, like pick up that pocket full of money book and read it, pick up that pocket full of money book and read it. And I like kept putting it on my bed, kept like moving it around and was like, okay, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I like sit down on Thursday night, pull the book out and there's two blue butterflies (laughs) on the cover of the book. And I was like, okay, so not only did I get one, but I got two blue butterflies. So that's like a double, like, like, why are you even asking? (laughs) What the heck are you even doing? Go and do it. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, that's just my little, I love that. that. No, that's so, I love that. I can't remember the first thing I was going to say, but the second thing I was going to share about manifesting is like, I love asking for signs. And like, when you're in the midst of asking for signs, I've I've learned that that that's the start of your spiritual journey as Mm -hmm. you're starting to learn to trust the source and all this thing. Um, but I'll share with you if it's okay. What happened to me yesterday. So yesterday I messaged Abby and I was like, 
was essentially having a little breakdown. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't feel aligned. And, um, and like super important side note here, your twenties, like you're not going to feel aligned at first. Or like, if you do, I'm like, wow, like you've done a lot of work, self-work clearly because I am only just getting there and I'm almost 26. And, um, so like know that it's okay to not like know and feel exactly aligned and just explore and like enjoy that cure this curious phase and and just yeah anyways that was a side note but so yesterday I messaged Abby and I was like I don't feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be in terms of my career specifically um and I was feeling like I felt out of alignment for a long time and um I like I said I'm a Canarian teacher but since I've joined the teaching world specifically in like a school board it never really felt right to me like I've literally talked about leaving since the time that I started which is not normally a good sign but I was like no I've said that I've always wanted to do this I'm here I'm here and then yesterday I woke up and I was just like like it felt like like a fog had lifted and I was just crying and then I kept seeing the numbers nine all around but the like one that like really did me in like I had to have my teaching partner teach the next part of our learning lesson as I went to Tim Hortons to get a tea and and some other things because we don't have food <laughs> and uh my bill came to 999 and I just like was in the car and I was like <laughs> because so I looked it up and 999 is essentially like the symbol that one cycle is ending and that another's beginning and like you're being called to be of service in, in a new way and I was like that's exactly what I feel like <laughs> just like all the things um so it's really cool like you should, like, once you become aware of the signs, it's really interesting, um, to see like, oh my gosh, like the universe is trying to help me. And like, there's so many things going on in the world. <laughs> yeah, totally. Honestly, what you just said, that made me think of like the fool card in Taros. Like after this, like go search up the fool. Cause like, okay. I, I feel like that's kind of what you're talking about too. Like that embodiment, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's so nuts. And I, I saw a TikTok video the other day, which like kind of got me like thinking to start asking for signs again. Yeah. Um, cause I did read a book a while ago. I, I don't remember. It's called like something about Eastward. signs. I don't know why I'm blanking. Oh, it's by Laura Lynn Jackson. Oh. Um, I will link it in the show notes though. Cause I cannot yeah. for the life of me, like think of the full title, but it's a lot about signs. And so I don't know how I got out of like asking for them, but I saw on TikTok the other day, the girl was like, ask for a yes sign, but also ask for a no sign. Because I think it's so easy to like have your ego like come in and go like, mm, like actually your sign that like that's you're just yeah. seeing a blue butterfly. Like, come on. Yeah. Like and then you're like the blue butterfly emoji shows up everywhere. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like so. <laughs> yeah, and then she was like, yeah. So she's like, ask for two and actively look for it. And mm. I was like, that is so interesting. And I I saw a bear. Like I had asked for a bear as my no sign, but I was right. specifically picturing, you know, the like California Republic, like bear. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, that's what I had in my mind. I'm like, this is my no. And yeah. then my yes was like the blue butterfly. Right. And I was scrolling through like Canada post. Cause I was looking through the like small business stuff and they had like a stamp, which had a bear on it. And I saw it and right. I was like, oh my gosh, like, is this my no sign? And then I was like, no, because this is like a black bear and you're specifically picturing like, like you, you yeah. put out that intention. So like, ego go away like that's not what yeah. <laughs> that's not no. what you asked for that doesn't count away. Yeah. exactly so um that's yeah that's so funny but I'll put the book below and I'll tell you what it is because you should definitely yeah, read yeah. that it's a good I would book. love 
Um, okay, so my next question, which we kind of also like sort of went touched on, but how do mm-hmm. you prioritize your time and choose me time without feeling guilty about it? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll touch on the first part of the question first. Yeah. Um, so I have this like really, I, this is just a normal planner. It's from chapters. I thought it was pretty cute. Got like eyes on it, but this is how I organize. And it probably looks a little chaotic, but this is how I organize my days. And like, this is like business teacher work stuff. And then this is me stuff. And then down here every day, they have like little circles. And that's what, that's my morning routine. So every day I have workout, uh, manifestation, tapping, greens, walk and personal development. And then like to do my skincare routine. And as I do it, I like cross it off. And that to me just feels really good. Um, but I am still learning that <laughs> I can only do so much in one day. Cause sometimes I feel really ambitious and also just like in relation to where you are in your cycle, like there are going to be some weeks where you can get a lot more done. Um, so I'm still working to attune myself to that. Um, but overall, that's how I organize my days. And I, I, I'm also my word for this month for February is boundaries. Um, so I am trying very hard. I have not yet succeeded. It's the sixth day of February. Um, but to put my phone away at 7 PM and just be like, I'm done. Like no one can touch me. No one can contact me. Um, a lot of that I feel this week. And like, I, this is, it is an excuse, but it's not was report cards. They took a lot longer than I thought. And so I still wanted to get in my business stuff. I'm very passionate about my business. And so I did stay up a little bit later on the phone, um, than I would, but I am working on setting boundaries because boundaries are super important. And what I remind myself, um, for the second part of that question, Um, how do I take me time without feeling guilty is just reminding yourself, like you can't give back to others and you can't create as fully as you want to create if your cup isn't full. So when I tell my kindergartens this all the time that they have to fill their bucket before they can give back to others. So if they're feeling like sad or sleepy or angry, they need to look into their toolkit, which is their backpack for like a tool to use so that they can fill up their bucket before they go and like, give a friend a helping hand or something like that. And I think uh, like the same can apply to everybody else, maybe not in those terms, but more adult words, but even that, like, I think breaking it down and explaining it to someone in those words, they're like, Oh yeah, I guess I should take care of myself first. Um, but I, we don't like, we don't do that just in general society. And I feel really like females, especially we're taught to be the caring one and to always give back. And, and it's really awesome that we get to have careers now and all these things, but we're still expected to like be the mother and be the caring figure. So then you're doing like seven different jobs at once and it can be really hard. Um, and you can have a lot of guilt around taking your own time to fill your cup. I'm like stirring my cup right now, Um, (laughs) uh, but it's so important. So when I, when I take me time and I've gotten only really intentional about it, I want to say in like the last four months that I've got super, super intentional about me time. And I really attribute that to, to COVID and to lockdown. I'm being like, okay, I can't go anywhere. So let's implement these self-care practices, this me time um, and boundaries so that I can keep these as habits when everything kind of opens back up. And I know that I have these in place. And again, just like always referring back to, I can't be my best self for my students, for my, um, my team, um, for, for anyone, if I'm not taking care of myself and that's not who I want to show up as. And at the same time, like I want to be a leader in showing that, that you need to take care of yourself. So it would be really hypocritical of me to tell my kindergartens to go fill their cups, but then like show up like on no sleep and, never feeling good. Um, 
So yeah, that's what I always come back to. It's just like, I need to do me so that I can give back more. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I feel the same with that. And I, I definitely have been working on this recently as well. And oh yeah, I'm still working on it. No, 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 of course. And it's like, I think that uh, you're someone I definitely look up to when it comes to like a schedule, because I feel like you are very good at, at least this is my outsider's perspective. I feel like you're really good at like planning your day and like being very organized. I always feel like you're super efficient and stuff. And I'm definitely someone that gets like distracted. Like my ADHD like comes through and I'm like, what's going on? What are we going to do? And I just get overstimulated by things. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've definitely been on that same like line where I'm like, okay, I need to like take a pause and like, Mm -hmm. I want to meditate. I feel called to meditate and this isn't me wasting my time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I've recently been more interested in doing like long meditations like like the more woo-woo ones like meeting your spirit guides and whatnot and those ones are like sometimes like 30 minutes 45 minutes and I always feel like so guilty I'm like like I could be doing so much more things in this like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. but like that is how I like filling my cup and I always feel so much better after I do it and I feel like I'm more productive too so yeah I think some or even like stopping and like having a good lunch rather than like just being like, okay, I'm going to just like grab this bagel and do what I need to do. And then like, I'll eat something later. Like, like, or like brushing your teeth, your teeth would fall out if you didn't brush them. So like take care of yourself. And I I feel like that's something that's like, it's like being intentional with your time because it's your most, it should be your most valued resource. There's, you said a few things and there's a few things that I want to kind of talk off of. Oh gosh, I can't remember the one now. Um, (laughs) But the first one that I thought of was when you were saying about like prioritizing your time and having all these things to do and then like being like scroll brain because I definitely get scroll brain. I'm like, ah. Um, (laughs) But a lot of the times I find that people that I talk to, they suffer with having so much to do and then they get so overwhelmed just from thinking about all the tasks they have to do. So then they just don't decide and they watch Netflix. And um, my suggested solution to this, to to the people that I've talked to, is to, to one, <laughs> remind yourself that it's not actually going to take as much time to do those things as you think it is. And you've actually spent more time now thinking about doing that than it would take to actually do it. So just like, I, I always give like count to three and then just go do it. Like today I, wa- I have to wash the dishes still, but that's one example of something that like, I think about it, think about it. I'm like, I could be done those right by now. Like that would be so easy. Um, and that's just one example to give to people, but like count to three and just do it. And then if you do have like a laundry list of items that you think you're going to get done in a day, I would challenge you to um, break it up into three things. Like just write down three things that you have to get done today. Like if you don't get them done today, the world ends, you know, like and everything else, if the world's not going to end, they can wait till tomorrow and then pick three things to do tomorrow and just start with the three things. And once you get into the habit, you're going to feel so much more successful being able to cross off or check off those three things. And you're going to go to bed, like feeling really good. And that's what you want. And then you can slowly, like, I wouldn't add more. I've tried not to add more than five a day um, personally. And it just, again, depends on your tasks. And once you do them a few times, you know how long they take. Um, Oh my gosh, it came back to me and then I lost it. Oh no. (laughs) Oh, meditating, brushing your teeth, (laughs) brushing your teeth. Okay. Okay. And the last part that I wanted to add in is my morning routine is not 
a part of my schedule. Well, like it is, but like, it's not my written checklist for the day. It's not my three items. So my morning routine is completely separate. Like I get up early so that that is done so that I can go to my daily schedule and do the things that I plan to do. Like the morning routine is just like non-negotiable. Like that just happens. Um, but I struggle on weekends because I let myself sleep in on weekends. I turn off the alarms. I've decided like my brain needs a break. I don't want to wake up to the (laughs) no more. Um, so I struggle on weekends because I get up a little bit later, later being like seven or eight, still not even that late. Um, but then my, and I still do somewhat of a morning routine because I know it will make me feel good for the day. But then I end my routine around like 10 or 11 and I'm like, Oh man, you normally have so much more done by then. And like feeling like I wasted time and I have to remind myself like that wasn't wasted time. That was time for you. Like that was time to help you get rested and rejuvenated. Um, so yeah, so those were three things that I want to share. (laughs) No, I, I love that. That's yeah. I feel like a lot of people struggle with just that, the guilt of being like, I didn't accomplish enough or I didn't accomplish it well enough, or I didn't do it fast enough. And it's like, no, like Mm -hmm. we are enough. Like pause, like you just sitting in your chair, breathing, drinking your water is enough. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think that's just so easy to forget. And so, yeah, yeah. If, if you struggle with what we were just talking about, like, I I need you to write down right now, like I am enough and like, just repeat that to yourself, like five times each morning. And I promise you it'll do 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 wonders. Okay. So my next question was, what are your top five tips for staying consistent through challenges and disappointments. So just like your top five staples for like trying to stay aligned. Yeah. Trying to stay aligned. Um, I, like I would say, I don't know if you want to count like my morning routine as one or as all the steps. Cause <laughs> there's, there's, uh, there's five morning routine steps. Yeah. Um, but definitely, um, my morning routine is like one must have that keeps me in line. And I kind of mentioned it, but I always move my body. That's the very first thing I do. And I always move my body according to how I feel. Um, so like some mornings it's yoga and some mornings it's like a 20 minute hit class. Other mornings, um, I just lift really heavy. Like I just kind of listen to what my body's feeling that day. And that's what I do. But I always move my body for at least 20 minutes right when I wake up. Um, and then I have to have, I have to look, I'm like, what do I do next? Um, I drink a glass of water and then I mix my morning greens. So it's like a scoop of greens, a fizz, a digestion plus, um, which just like sets my gut up, my mind up and my skin for success for the day, which is amazing. And then after that, I just like fill a water bottle and keep it with me all day. Um, I'm really into manifestation lately and tapping. So tapping's like this cool technique, <laughs> which you should yeah, EFT, I love that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, I've just like started to do it. I find it really fun. Like it just makes me feel really good. Um, so I started doing a little tapping session and then I, my manifestation is either like, again, I listen to what feels aligned, but I either journal and I just do one page, um, or I have audio recordings of things that I'm working to manifest. And while I listen to audio recordings, I look at my Pinterest manifestation page, like my Pinterest vision board. So I do that. And then the last thing that I do in the morning is just my skincare routine. Um, and just like, it just, Oh no. Second last thing is my skincare routine. And then I walk the dog and listen to some sort of personal development. So that really sets me up for a really good day. Um, and helps me stay consistent in my day. There's actually a ton of research studies that show that moving your body within the first hour of you waking up, it releases certain hormones in your body that help you being more efficient throughout your day and feel more accomplished, which I thought was really cool. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I would just say that like that. I don't know if that like counts as all five or if that counts as one, but that definitely helps me stay consistent. Um, and yeah, that's it. when I feel disappointed, honestly, like it's not a sad thing, but I eat ice cream. <laughs> Like a yeah. sad way, but I'm like, man, didn't go the way I wanted. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's reflect on that with ice cream. Like, no, I, I, <laughs> I love that. Honestly, like, I mean, I feel like as like, I feel like I would count the morning routine as like one. Cause that's like your yeah. like foundation for the day. So, I mean, if you have more that you want to share, go ahead. If not, like, don't worry, but I like the only other things that I could think of is like, if I'm feeling really off and I'm like, I just can't focus. Cause sometimes I, there's just a bunch going on in my head. The first thing I'll do is I'll like journal it out. Like I'll just write it down. I mean, journal is a strong word. I do point form cause I don't really like writing. Um, and then the other thing I do is I set a timer. I'm like, okay, if you're going to do this task and you have this amount of minute to complete it you have to focus on this task. Um, but those are the only other things that I really kind of do that I can think of off the top of my head to keep me consistent. Um, and disappointments say, yeah, I would just say like, I do love ice cream all the time. <laughs> but when I hit something that disappoints me, I'm like, oh, but why did that disappoint me? And then mm-hmm. I try to like reflect on that either just in my head or sometimes I talk out loud. Other times I write, um, but just, yeah, going through reflection, like why did that upset me? Yeah, no, that that's awesome. And I actually have started doing the like recording like that you do. Like I got that from you. And so, yeah, you just like script out like what it is that you're trying to manifest and then listen Mm -hmm. to it. And it it does wonders in the morning when you like don't have time to actually like look at stuff or write it down. And um, just I've also done like the little widgets now on the iPhone. I've actually set one up to be like my Pinterest board of like my manifestations. And so I'll unlock my phone and then like it shows me like a random picture from like my one. So this, the top right one here, like that's, it's like, it's like a mom with like her baby and they're like outside. And so like, that's obviously like, I want to be a mom one day. So like, that's my manifestation for that. And so like, every time I open my phone and I look, it's like a picture of like what I'm trying to manifest in like the future. And so it's kind of nice to like see that every once in a while. And it it changes, I think every like 30 minutes. So Mm -hmm. just like a nice little refresher. Um, Yeah. And I think that was, oh, okay. Yeah. So I wanted to say, um, so yeah, like how can everyone connect with you? So give a little- connect with me. I love when people connect with me. Um, probably the best place to connect with me is on Instagram. And then my tag is at happy underscore healthy girl with a U. Um, I'm also on TikTok. It's the same, um, tag. (laughs) I lost the word there for a minute. And then if you want, you can join my personal development group for women looking to dive into their most authentic selves unapologetically. We focus on a different theme every single month and that's called authentically me on Facebook. Amazing. And then do you just want to share how people can get your gratitude guide that you were sharing earlier? Definitely. Um, so if you go to my Instagram, the link is in my bio, um, and it will lead you right there, but you can also just look it up on Amazon. It's called the 20 days to 20 days to build a gratitude practice. It's 20 day guide. Um, you can use it like anytime, like it doesn't have to be like you start at the beginning of the month or you start at the end of the month. Like it's just you pick 20 days. Um, and there's prompts, 
there's like prompts for affirmation. So I am affirmations. There's prompts for I will. So you say three things that you want to complete in the day. And then you practice a morning gratitude and an evening gratitude. And I tried to make it really pretty. Um, it's my very first journal out. So um, hopefully everybody that uses it enjoys it. I've got a lot of good feedback. So hopefully, hopefully you enjoy it too. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And she's also an author too, which so, so she also has a book that you can read if you're interested. So I'm also just going to plug that for her too. <laughs> no worries. So sweet. <laughs> and then I also, I didn't give you this question, but I know no, that fine. you have it. Um, okay. <laughs> I kind of want to surprise you with it. It's what yeah. is your word or phrase for 2021 and why? Okay. Yeah, I do have it. Um, <laughs> my word for 2021. So I said that my word for February is boundaries. That's what I'm working on so far, non-successfully, <laughs> but I'm learning. Um, and then my word for 2021 overall is evolve. And I'm actually seriously thinking about getting a tattooed on me, um, but uh, evolve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because I felt that like 2020, there was a lot of challenges, obviously people faced all different kinds of challenges. And what I really discovered is that like, I can overcome them. Like I, and every challenge that was presented to me, not only did I overcome it, but I grew. And so moving into this year, I don't want to stop growing. Like I love the growth that I've had and I want to continue having that growth and having those transformations. So my word evolve is based around that. Like I want to just constantly be evolving and pushing myself. So each day I like, I said, I listen to at least one personal development, like podcast, audiobook, something every single day. And then I also try to do something every single day that scares me. Um, and that way I know like, okay, I'm in transformation. I'm evolving. Yay. I love that. That is so awesome. Yeah. Ugh, well, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much for coming on. I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to share. I don't think so. You're, this is so much fun. I love I, being a guest. I know. Uh-oh. Caitlin's going to be like my guest now. Like anytime I don't have a podcast inspiration, I'm just going to bring Caitlin on and you can just listen to us chat about whatever All right, comes up. <laughs> I love that. Oh my goodness. Anyways, well, thank you so much for coming on today. And um, thank you everyone for listening. All right. Yeah, see you later. It's been so much fun. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the What The 20 podcast. If you loved today's episode, make sure to hit the follow button, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, share it with a friend, and don't forget to tag us on Instagram at What The 20 Podcast to let us know what your biggest takeaway was. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Now go out there and what your 20.